0: We send mostly pop songs on this channel because it's interesting, people like it, and we enjoy watching the fiery exchanges between 12-year-olds and 38-year-olds in the comments.
1: the turkey, turn the
2: the and welcome to Earbuds and Earrums. I'm Amy Loudhorn? Shepherd? <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> it was dumb. That's alright. <laughs> I'm
0: Mitchell gobble till you wobble manly.
2: Ah wait, what does that even mean?
0: Gobble till you wobble. Just eat food until you can until you're till waddling you around, yeah.
2: Oh, okay, so you're gonna gobble. Oh, gobble the food up. I thought you were gonna be like whoa, whoa. Mm,
0: yeah, no. <laughs> no. Gobble food until you wobble. Okay. Uh revealing that we are recording on Thanksgiving evening.
2: Yes, cuz we're winners and we stick to it. Yeah, it's great. That's what we do. Also, you have a busy weekend.
0: Yeah, I got a busy weekend. Going to go see uh, some friends, go see some family. And then uh, on Saturday, which will have already passed by the time the listeners are hearing this, but we're doing that tribute to the band that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Wait, which band? The band. The one. The band.
2: The band. The band. That is still just amazing the balls they had to name their band The Band. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Not like a band. The band. Like we are The Band.
2: This is The One. This is The Band. And, uh... You know, in the spirit of what is mostly family holidays, um, we have Thanksgiving today. Mm -hmm. We have Christmas coming up. And usually, sometimes that can be stressful. Absolutely. Sometimes it can be great.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's good um, for a lot of folks. And some folks have wackadoodle families that are a little more stressful to be around. So.
2: Yeah, and so this week, I was just thinking, I was like, you know what? We are all going to need by the time Sunday rolls around. We're going to need some dumb and ridiculous songs.
0: Yeah, just silliness. I love I love a good a good bout of silliness. Just yeah. being dumb for no reason. So. Yeah,
2: like there's dumb songs that exist and you know sometimes you just want to listen to those mm-hmm. cuz they will brighten your mood even if they are ridiculously dumb or yeah. ridiculous. Uh what is your plan to brighten your mood at the end of this weekend?
0: I know that sometime over the weekend I'll be listening to this amazing hilarious song. <laughs> Uh, It is from a band called Dream Evil, and the song is called The Book of Heavy Metal. Uh, I used to sing this song with like a handful of my Jackson buddies because it's just like so over the top and cheesy, but also so self-aware that it makes sense, you know. Uh, Dream Evil are like a legitimate Swedish power metal band with like some serious songs, but this song is all about the tropes of heavy metal, both musically and aesthetically. Uh, It has like the heavy chugging riffs and like the over the top falsetto vocals and this like insane technical shreddy guitar solo, but it's all delivered in a very, like, cliche, almost derivative way, kind of paying homage to, like, heavy metal icons like Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. Uh, and then the lyrics are about wanting to be immortalized in the Book of Heavy Metal. <laughs> you know, he's saying something about signing a contract with the devil and how he wears nothing but skin-tight leather and how his skin is clad with metal studs. He's, like, giving up on a fancy life with a big house and a loving family. All, all these dudes want is to to be in the Book of Heavy Metal. And it's just like a ridiculously over the top song and video so i figured it would be a good fit
2: yeah like i could tell that these guys are definitely talented because there's a i mean to be this kind of goofy you have to have some talent to like seriously pull it off because it's pretty pretty uh pretty legit playing going on in here but it is nuts and it's it's a story song
3: Mm -hmm. and
2: it does explain everything that's going on right like very obviously it lays it on the nose yeah yes it it might be the definition of trying too hard to Mm -hmm. get into the book of heavy metal and i'm not quite sure i can't tell and at the very end it does it does quote shakespeare
0: yeah to be or not to be in the book of heavy metal in the book of heavy metal (laughs) yes
2: I, I was trying to do it, but I don't have, like, the guttural voice to thing going To be
0: or like. not to be.
3: In the book of heavy metal. Yeah,
2: that's it. That's yeah. what, yeah. So, I thought it was pretty legit. And <laughs> uh, it was definitely, like, a very, uh, how would I say, elevating song. That's what it is. <laughs> sure, it's, we'll go with it's that. It's elevating. <laughs> I, I'm going to go in a whole different direction.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I brought DJ Snake and Little John's Turn Down for What? Turn Down Another round of shots turned down for what? Right. I didn't realize that those were the only lyrics. It was a close race for me Mm -hmm. between this song and the current Jackie Chan thing that's going on because of the, the sushi from Japan lyric it just angers me so much
0: i must have missed out on the jackie chan thing oh, what is the jackie got, chan thing
2: it's got tiesto and um post malone and oh a couple other people. i'm with you now yeah and she says she's too young for a man so she's going to uh hang out with her friends and that's the plan or something like that it's really fair dumb. enough it's really kind of dumb and they're gonna kick it Jackie Chan. Kick it like Jackie Chan. Yeah. I see. So um, but this one, it kind of beat it out because A. It it you know exactly where it's going from the moment it starts. Like immediately. It it's really ridiculous. I have no idea. I think they're turning down the radio. I'm pretty sure. Turn down the radio for what? No, we're not doing it. We're gonna like boogie all night. And um <laughs> it's it's also like it's really weird, but I'm pretty sure some hamsters have danced to it inside of a Kia Soul. Sure. And insurance is using it to sell insurance. That is so, also happening. I, I don't know. I just find this really ridiculous and kind of dumb. <laughs> so.
0: I I think uh, it, in evidence of Will calling you a square, I think it's funny. You you said that it's DJ Snake and Little John.
2: Oh, did it's, I say Little? You said
0: Little John. It's Little John.
3: Little John. Mm-hmm. Little John. <laughs> yes.
0: So that that amused me to hear you say. Little John. You <laughs> or, are you are a square I name.
2: was being respectful of, <laughs> right. of, of little John.
0: <laughs> Diminutive John. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I kinda love that there's like very few real lyrics in the song. I had never noticed that before until you pointed it out. You know, it's always just a, a groovy dance jam.
2: You totally thought that there was like some sort I figured of figured
0: there was some rapping in there somewhere. Yeah, I but
2: always thought there was and there's not.
0: Nope, just dancing. No frills, just the rocking, partying beat makes you want to shake a tail feather, no matter where you're at or what you're doing. And the video is one of my all time favorites because it captures that objective perfectly. It starts with a dude dancing on the roof of some sort of like residential building. And then he just like gets the boogie so hard that he like busts through the floor and down through some girl's ceiling. And she's like horrified and tries to attack him and fight him. But he just keeps getting up and like continues to uncontrollably dance and and like a contagion, the boogie spreads from him to her. And then they're both dancing their asses off through this apartment building, like busting through various people's walls and apartment doors and just dancing their asses off, spreading the power of party, picking up more and more people along the way. If I had that power, I'd definitely use it.
2: Yeah, And then what would you turn down for?
0: I would turn down for zero things. So for what? And I and, and I don't think that it's the radio that they're turning down. They're just they're getting turned up. Oh, on, so they're
2: not going to turn down for anything.
0: Right? Yeah, they're just going to stay there's, turned up at all times. There's
2: no reason to turn down. Yeah. Right. So okay. Turn down turn for down what? For what? What's the why? Why should we turn down? Well, exactly. Okay, now this is seeming less dumb. Right. Yeah. So like you you've spoken spoken, <laughs> spoken it around some sense. Yeah. Yeah. Now it makes sense. Total sense. The earbuds brought. Some crazy goofy songs. Yeah, we got some goodins this week. Some goodins. There were quite a few, and then you you prodded some folks. Yeah,
0: I had to had to get the Mitchell Manley bump in there and yep. start tagging some folks yep. and get some opinions.
2: <laughs> and our first ear buddy selection is from Jeremy from a band called a Halo called Fred and the song Aliens. Thank God
3: for the brilliance of our space alien masters and their wonderful powers of mind control. There used
1: to be free circuses. Now there are no.
3: Ice cubes all over the world, and soon the president of the United States himself would want one.
0: He would sit down to drinks with the leader of a country with an inferior government and say,
1: Here, have the finest ice cubes American technology can offer.
0: My, how do you get your ice cubes so perfect? The leader of the country with the inferior government would ask.
3: By flea-driven Zamboni. Would come our proud leader's reply. What you mean to poison me with insects? The leader of the country with the inferior government
2: would. I really do need to know why we don't have flea driven Zambonis. Uh, it is an enthralling story. I trust that I trust fleas even less than I normally would, especially because they're trying to dominate the world. Mm. Um, it has something to do with aliens, but I think that's because the aliens trained the fleas, right? And it just weirdly got weird out towards the end, it just really yeah, oddly did because those, the um. My Sharona.
0: Yeah, the My Sharona out of nowhere for just is, a sec. Is
2: that Is that the original song or is that the Weird Al song?
0: So My Sharona is the real song. Okay. And the Weird Al song, do you want to take a guess at what it was called?
2: My Corona?
0: My Bologna.
2: Ah, okay. I can't I can't believe I forgot it.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think this band, I think I read that they were also uh, featured on the Dr. Demento show at some point, which was uh, where Weird Al got his start actually, so Yeah, definitely a weird band name. uh, A halo called Fred, and an even weirder song, but somehow super catchy and memorable as well. Like, I guess this would be classified as like art rock or maybe noise rock. They're using a sort of like unsettling combination of the single note, like unwavering bass line and Which Velvet
2: these... Underground did.
0: Yeah, they do that as well. Yay. And it's got hypnotic drums and then these dissonant guitar harmonics and weird trippy effects on like rambling, almost non sequitur lyrics about aliens flying in my head and it hurts, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Uh, I also love that, that weird diversion into into My Sharona and then immediately back into weirdness, and then the song's just over.
2: It's just like done.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, it seems like this band's been around forever and's played with some big names in weirdo music, so uh, I'll have to explore the rest of the, the catalog.
2: I, I really want to know why the Halo is named Fred. Yeah, who knows? I don't understand. As an angel who has his, like, are Halo's pets?
0: I mean, they, I, I guess. It could be. You could have a, a Halo as a pet, you would name him Fred. Mm hmm. I don't know. I don't know where this is going.
2: Like, what if you call your halo? Is it kind of like in Harry Potter when it just comes to you? Right. I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine on this one. Jeremy,
0: enlighten us on this halo called Fred. We need to
2: know more. Frank brings King Missiles. It's Saturday. I want to be part of the different
1: crowd and assert my individuality along with others who are different like me. I don't want to be identical to anyone anything. I don't even want to be identical to myself. I want to look in the mirror and wonder, who is that person? I've never seen that person before. I've never seen anyone like that before. I want to call into question the very idea that identity can be attached. I want a floating, shifting, Ever-changing persona, invisibility and obscurity, detachment from the ego and all of its pursuits. Unity is useless. Conformity is competitive and divisive and leads only to stagnation
2: and death. He says, I was torn between this and detachable penis, but I find this song funnier. Wait, so our last song was kind of spoken word. Mm-hmm. This song was spoken word. Do people not like spoken word?
0: I th- I think people tend to think of it as not musical. Oh. Even if there's music going on in the background of the spoken word, people think of it as not musical and people don't really like to listen to things that aren't musical. People don't derive enjoyment oh. typically uh from non-musical elements in a song.
2: Hmm. Well, I'm I was just starting to see a trend just because of these two, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh I think the guy in this song is just expressing our internal fears. Mm-hmm. But also this is all of our stoner friend in high school and college who watched like Slacker way too many times. Yeah, he watched like
0: PCU and a few of those other movies just yeah, a million times.
2: Probably Pi. Definitely a Pie yeah, watcher.
0: He- <laughs> uh, I definitely love how strange and experimental this one is. Like mainly not, it just sounds like slam poetry over a drum solo. Because why not? Right. And the words they're talking about like nonconformity and wanting to be unique and different and in 1992, when this King Missile record came out, this was absolutely unique and nonconformist. Uh, King Missile used a lot of that rye and sort of acerbic poetry feel in their songs, which is pretty unique among their peers. Uh, and in con- contrast with the more noisy and avant-garde musical elements, places a lot of emphasis on the words and the messages of the songs, uh, some of which compounded into something a bit more solemn and profound, like this one. But as Frank mentioned, they also have a song called Detachable Penis, and despite a very tongue-in-cheek tone for that song, even it is actually like a loose commentary on the idea of the gender binary and like calling that into question again in nineteen ninety-two, so pretty ahead of the curve, King Missile.
2: Oh yeah, that's way ahead of the curve. And yeah, we still gotta work on that. all right Just Jacques brings Alice Cooper and Patty Donahue's I'm alive. That was the day my pet my dead pet returned to save my life. I'm says the old coop getting real zany another spoken word just gonna say there's like it kind
0: (laughs) of sings but it's it sings songy but it is spoken word like fast yeah
2: and it starts out directly spoken word true uh and yeah it's oddly similar to weird al i don't know what's going on i don't know how the timeline goes with this particular one's Every single one of our dead pets needs to try to keep us alive. I'm really hoping because obviously we did a shit job of keeping them alive.
0: I Um, don't know. Have you seen Pet Cemetery though?
2: I haven't. Dakota just finished reading the book, though, and he's really weirded out. Yeah. Also, he doesn't trust the cat because he thinks the cat's undead because our un- our cat doesn't act very cat like and is kind of mean. Your
0: cat is a very strange cat, but for some reason is super nice to me. Yeah. But, but it's like yeah. hateful to everyone else. Yeah. And well, he, he's kind of like the demonic cat from Pet Cemetery, though a cat named Church.
2: Yeah, that's what he said. It was like Church. <laughs> I don't know. That yeah. Cat's evil.
0: I don't know, uh, Alice Cooper, obviously known for some out there songs, but this one's like upbeat and cheerful sounding musically, which is like in contrast to a lot of his music. I was shocked. And then lyrics about a dead pet coming back to life to save the narrator from a series of accidents and other misfortunes. Uh, I wonder what the inspiration for this even was. It almost sounds like it was produced for a musical or something, maybe. I do know that Wikipedia mentions that this album, which is called Zipper Catches Skin. Ow. Yeah is the second of three albums that Alice Cooper himself calls his blackout records because he was, like, so geeked on crack and other substances that he doesn't even remember recording them. Uh, Despite the silliness and outlandishness of this song and the others on the album, I still think Alice Cooper managed to push some envelopes and, like, melding genres of rock and punk together into something that influenced a lot of the music that came after him. So even though he doesn't remember recording this record (laughs) and it's a bunch of silliness, like... A lot of the sounds that he's that he's kind of pulling together was not presented in that same sort of way up until he did that. So, Alice I mean, Cooper
2: did drugs? Yeah, I
0: know, which is weird because now he's like conservative and...
2: Yeah, I had no idea Alice Cooper ever did drugs. I don't know. Yeah. Sort of weirded out. I guess yeah. that explains his thinness.
0: Yeah, he was a very gaunt gentleman.
2: Yes. David T. brings Frank Zappa's Don't Eat the Yellow Snow. Well, right about that time, people.
1: A fur trapper who was strictly from commercial.
0: Strictly commercial had the
1: unmitigated audacity to jump up from behind my igloo. And he started in the whipping on my favorite baby seal. With a lead-filled snowshoe That got me just about as evil As an Eskimo boy can be So I bent down And I reached down And I scooped down And I gathered up A generous mitten Full of the deadly Yellow snow The deadly yellow snow From right there Where the huskies go Whereupon I proceeded to take that mitten full of the deadly yellow snow crystals and rub it all into his beady little eyes with a vigorous circular motion hitherto unknown.
2: And he says, from one of the kings of the absurd, first of all, this is what all our dads always said. I'm just going to say, did your dad (laughs) ever tell you? I heard
0: don't don't eat the yellow snow for sure when I was a kid.
2: Right, so maybe all of our parents were like super into... Frank, Frank Zappa. I, I, I'm just questioning. I don't he know. It's just
0: age-old wisdom passed down. Yeah, don't, through centuries.
2: I don't think it's always husky urine. Right. Or dog. <laughs> urine. Yeah, dog piss. Um, it's just good advice. It's a it's a story song. Um, it's a pretty spoken word. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say, uh, it's very thorough song storytelling with meanderingness, and there's some references to some pop culture and stuff. But um, there's that poor baby seal. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that your urine could be temporarily blinding or blinding at all. Just saying.
0: That's, you know, it's it's weird that you even mentioned that. You know that a lot of people Ugh. are getting into urine therapy. I'm yeah. sure you know. Yeah. And there's people who use yeah. it in their eyes and uh-huh. it gives them some terrible conjunctivitis, I suppose, or some it, look, similar strain a, of just nastiness.
2: There's a reason your body is getting rid of it. Yeah. There's a reason. Just don't put it. Back in your body, your body just needs to concentrate again. That's just
0: mm -mm. yeah. No, so yeah. When it when it comes to dumb and ridiculous songs, no list is complete without Frank Zappa. He's sort of like controversial among many of my friends because uh, although his songs were dumb and silly, he himself was a highly talented and intelligent dude, uh, both in music and just generally being a brilliant and articulate guy. So, but. Uh, Not unlike some of the themes that I mentioned in our punk episode last week. I think there's something very endearing about someone who can demonstrate such intelligence and wit. But then use that talent and gift for something silly that has very little redeeming social value.
2: Uh, this is good advice.
0: Yeah, there's there's just <laughs> something so punk about being able to compose orchestras in your head, but instead just writing songs about eating yellow snow.
2: You or know, not eating yellow snow.
0: Right. <laughs> so, uh, sure. If you're gonna if you're gonna cause drastic ripples in the evolution of musical form, there's gonna be some rat feces in there. And Zappa has several albums that are chock full of some rat feces, but. <laughs> Taken as a whole, Zappa's career and, and vision is pretty well unimpeachable, so.
2: <laughs> so, he did weird, like, did he do drugs? Oh, yeah. Okay. I,
0: I I would say that, uh, although, I don't know, He he surely did some somewhere along the way, but I think part of his, like, appeal is that he didn't. Uh, rely on drugs and alcohol to be the weirdo that he is, Just if I recall. Just a natural weirdo. Yeah, some, there's, I'm sure some of our ear buddies are Zappa scholars and will correct me on that, but mm, you know. I think he's one of those people that like didn't rely on the drugs and the alcohol and eschewed uh, that early on.
2: Okay. Well, Justin brings Riff Raff's Versace Python. <laughs>
3: Shoulda took a pill, clamor seal. The way I bowl and I coulda played for Vanderbilt. Switch. When they talking down, Dine. they gotta speak up. Oh. When they say my name, Jody, they about Jody. They talkin' Jody High Roller. I keep the soup in my soda. soda. The days keep turning, turnin', world turning, As my soul keeps burning
1: from the my my
3: When I wake up, wake, up. it's a mystery Look. Every time I open my mouth, mouth, history 13, in limousine. Limousine. Riff Raff is so ridiculous I love it
2: is what Justin says First of all Clamacil is an antibiotic I believe In like Spanish speaking online pharmacies you can order it yeah. And it even gives you like the milligrams and the BID So what I think this is referencing is over the counter gonorrhea medication
0: Um,
2: That is the one thing I can think of I'm not sure I believe, like, I don't really know what to make of this. Uh, It was produced by Diplo.
0: Yeah. The beat's awesome.
2: Yeah. uh, And this might be the sound of neon. Right. Yeah. Just very,
0: very bright and weird and, and ostentatious.
2: Yeah. Also, did you know Riff Raff's dog is named Jody Husky?
0: I did not know that.
2: Because it's Riff Raff Jody High Roller. Yeah, his
0: his real name is Jody. He calls himself Jody High Roller.
2: That's not even his real name.
0: Jody's not his real no, name either? Really?
2: it's not. I went in a deep dive. It's like Scott or something. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, Riff Raff, definitely top-notch, world-renowned levels of ridiculousness. Uh, he dresses in like loud, vibrant, neon clothes and like decks himself out in the most ridiculous, just wastefully expensive, excessive jewelry. Uh, one of his many outlandish pieces is a diamond and gold chain with a huge diamond and gold Pinocchio pendant on it. Because. And, and then that Pinocchio on the chain him, is himself wearing a swinging gold chain and gold Rolex. And not like carved into the neck and arm of this piece, but literally the Pinocchio is wearing its own discreet tiny <laughs> chain and watch that hangs on his neck and wrist. It's so ridiculous.
2: That's insanity.
0: Dude, it's beautiful. And his, his lyrics are just like the dumbest shit you've ever heard a lot of times. But occasionally he'll surprise you with some reference or simile that sort of tips his hand that he's actually a pretty smart dude who just learned to lean into being this cartoon character of a human being. Uh, when Vine was still a thing, he was a pretty big Vine star, and rightfully so. He's a very funny and clever dude. He's always like showing off his money and extravagant life on Instagram and like playing into that sort of hip hop cliche. But he does it in such a silly and ridiculous way that you can tell he knows just how like exaggerated and gauche it is to flaunt money on the internet. But he does it anyway cuz he has legitimately earned that success even if it is just being a human cartoon.
2: Yeah, and I'm sorry, the the hair situation on yeah. the front of this album is so bad. Uh, do you remember um, in 2016 there was, like, this guy named Joe Exotic?
0: I don't remember Joe Exotic. Okay,
2: Joe Exotic was running for president. This guy is, like, the rap version of Joe Exotic. Yeah. But Joe Exotic said he was broke as shit, and uh, Riff Raff is not that.
0: <laughs> right, he yeah, said. he's the opposite.
2: Yeah. I It's. I'm I wanted to
0: say um, there was some Dave Franco movie or James Franco movie where they played uh, – a sort of fictionalized version of Raff hmm. in some recent party movie over the last couple years
2: pineapple express i don't yeah, know i don't know
0: i never <laughs> saw it but
2: well jason is going to round this out with the sweetest dumb song it's Gayla pivies i want a hippopotamus for christmas
3: mom says the hippo would eat me up but then teacher says a hippo is a vegetarian Sergeant. i only like hippopotamuses and hippopotamuses like me too and he says i'll drop off my favorite christmas
2: song of all time dakota Dakota is like legitimately insulted that this song is here and it is so freaking why would he be
0: why would he be insulted this is a great song yeah and it's also weird and strange and dumb
2: it's ridiculous um i like 1950s christmas songs like Okay. You walked into the house and I was already starting to like put like Christmas ornaments. Yeah, I've up seen and some decorations. Yeah, just the slightest of them. Wait till you come next week. It'll yeah. be insane. Um, the girl is legitimately like giving real life solutions <laughs> to getting this hippopotamus in the house. And, you know, she's like, she's being very honest about how she can get her way, mm-hmm. very practical. I don't think that this is that ridiculous of a song. <laughs>
0: That's true. I know. Uh, I know. We've already received a couple requests for a show on like non traditional Christmas tunes. So, since we're over the hump of Thanksgiving now, it's about that time to start sneaking them in. Uh, it doesn't get much sillier or more ridiculous than wanting a hippopotamus for Christmas. Uh, this little girl's giving it a lot of thought. Like you said, uh, she says Santa need not bother bringing it through the chimney; just bring him through the front door. Uh, Her mom tells her, no, that hippo's going to eat you, but the little girl knows. Her teacher said that hippopotamuses are vegetarians, and they are indeed.
2: Take that, mom.
0: Yeah, so the little girl isn't worried about that, and the hippo will easily fit in the two-car garage. The girl's already prepared for the level of responsibility. She says she's going to feed and bathe the hippo and give it massages to keep him happy. Mm Mm-hmm. It's hard to argue with that level of commitment.
2: I think she's legitimately earned the right to have a hippopotamus. I think so too. I mean, granted that we're gonna talk about like animal cruelty at some point. Right? There's yeah. No swimming pool. No. Nope.
0: Yeah. Hopefully, they 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 build a nice big pool for the hippo to live in. Yeah, but
2: Gala, we haven't heard about the pool yet. We need. Yeah, to know. I think
0: uh, I think she was like ten years old when she recorded the vocals for yeah, this. She was very young. legit.
2: Nineteen fifty six or yeah, something, something like that. Or so
0: 57? Very cute song, but like she's a very good singer. Like yeah. she articulates her words very well, and it's also so cute. it's just cute as hell. It's so cute! I'm gonna see Wait, if my I'm gonna a- see if my mom and dad will buy me a hippo for Christmas.
2: You're gonna go home and ask. Like,
0: yeah, oh. can I have a hippopotamus for Christmas? I mean, I've already got the two front teeth, so
2: yeah. You, you, hippopotamus is next. Yeah, so you're gonna have to. You got your teeth. What are the other strange Christmas songs that ask for things? So,
0: uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, they want a hula hoop. Of course. But, I mean, uh, do you not
2: have a hula hoop yet?
0: I don't have a hula hoop. You
2: can go down a cross. Strange town. fact,
0: I cannot hula hoop. Neither can I. Can you not?
2: No. It might be a Jackson trait. We don't I know guess so. <laughs> they didn't teach us how to hula hoop. No. We got to check with Jane, and we'll have to confirm. Right. <laughs> um... Yeah, so if you have any say dumb songs that didn't make it onto the show or ridiculous songs that didn't make the show, please tweet at us at Andy Pod and Mitchell.
0: I'm at Pow I Gotcha on Twitter.
2: And I'm at Madame Woolite. Our Facebook group is Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group. And, seriously, all the adorable ridiculousness is going on over there. Mm-hmm. And then you can see people who really do hate some songs. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, our voicemail line is 731-400-BEDS or...
0: 731-400-2837.
2: And you can always drop an email to endpod at gmail.com. We do have, I think, some themes in the in the line now. Cool, yeah. Yeah.
0: And just keep sending us cool themes and we'll, we'll pick through them and... And try to make them work.
2: Yeah, we'll you know? get them in there. Uh, and then you can always check out the show online, endpod.com, part of the 10710 network. What's our final song?
0: All right, so I'm going to close us out on a Devo song called Puppet Boy. We uh, briefly mentioned Devo last week. Uh, and this song is just really weird and strange and ridiculous, as are many Devo songs. Uh, it's kind of. Uh, a puppet master yelling at his puppet, and his puppet telling him, "You know, I, I don't want to do what you tell me to." And the puppet trying to take back some of its autonomy. So there's this political underpinning to it too, which I think is really cool. But it's lot, lots of really silly voices and that sort of thing. Um, and a strange connection, you know. Uh, I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the podcast, and you may not even know, I don't know. that that I'm really into like magic and I do magic. And there's a magician. Wait.
2: Not not the gathering? not the Magic The
0: Gathering, but like <laughs> illusions, Ooh. right? And so there's a there's a magician, a stage illusionist named Rudy Kobe, and uh, he he like worked with Marilyn Manson to make weird stage illusions for Marilyn Manson's show, and had, has tons of really cool illusions. But one of his uh, bits that he does is to this song, where he animates a puppet seemingly out of nowhere. He's got a little puppet in a cage, and he makes it dance.
2: This is terrifying. And
0: then he's like, he's dressed up in like all black with these black boots and he's being very mean to the puppet. But then the puppet gets out and turns into a real, like it's a, it's a clown puppet. Uh And so then it turns into a real clown Oh God! and then cuts off his head. But then at the end of the illusion, it's revealed that the magician is actually the clown the whole time. Even after the magician just got his head cut off, it's magic that's terrifying it's pretty terrifying so you can find that on YouTube um, and you can also just find other cool fan videos for Devo the song is called Puppet Boy I hope you dig it (laughs)